Welcome to the Idiot Exclaiming Entertainment Extravaganza, only on GamingUncensored.com. Hey, what is up? Welcome to episode five of E4 2023. I'm Tommy. Jamie sitting over there. How you doing, dude? I just got out of the shower. I don't think I've ever done this show straight out of the shower, but I'm straight out of the freaking shower. At least that, that's uh, really guess. scary when I get a random text from you that says Lincoln sent. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, we had a little miscommunication that yeah. time. So uh, we uh, yeah. got it worked out, though. So, uh, so yes, we, we did. So. Uh, I'm glad you smell good over there. Uh, that's a good I, thing. I'm glad I do, too. <laughs> I look good. This this new chair is still working. There you uh, go. I, I don't think I have uh, ever been this upright in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's a uh, your spine's uh, doing okay still. I've decided that I need uh to to take some pictures and put my face up on a dating app because I look good. <laughs> like I could probably give me a date. I look good. I mean, why not? Give yeah. it a shot. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So uh, anyway, this uh, this episode is going to primarily be about the Nintendo Direct that happened late last week, uh, which we did watch live. And there is a video on the Patreon. If you would like to uh, go watch it, you can definitely do that while we're talking about Patreon. Big thanks to the Patreon guys. Cabbage Jose, Narc Duff, Josh Hector, Spider Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke. Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, Luik, and Logan. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for your support. And if you would like to support us as well, you can do that by going to gaminguncensored.com and click that Become a Patron link, uh, where you can watch us watch the uh, Nintendo Direct that happened last week and get our, our kind of real-time reactions to stuff. Uh, this has obviously been uh, a few days now, so you'll get our, our We Got a Chance to Think About It a little bit reactions on the show. And that is some high quality entertainment, I'll tell you right now. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, there's there's a lot of pointing and going. What is that? Right. <laughs> this is uh, this is true. Uh, we also, if I remember correctly, haven't actually really talked much about Diablo on a podcast either. I mean, we talked kind of pre-launch Diablo, but I don't think we actually because we have not been so confusing on like what we've talked about on a podcast versus what we've talked about on a video versus whatever. So uh, we also need to talk about that a little bit. I know it's been a week or so since you've touched it, me too. But still, we both have touched it. We both have some time in it now, and so yep. we can talk at least uh, uh, some very initial impressions. Uh, of Diablo. So uh, so how about we start there? Tell me a little bit about what you're thinking uh, with Diablo so far. Well, I told you this. Nobody else knows this, but I I started it uh, not, I guess, last week when I was home. I was home for a couple of days at, at my parents' house. The gaming rig is still there. And I fired it up, and it, my system runs it flawlessly. No problems at all. I'm like, this is going to be great. And and I get started, and I'm like, this is Diablo. This is what I'm used to. Here we go. And and I was doing real good until I got <laughs> to that first dungeon. And then I got the floor white with me. <laughs> not once, not twice, like eight times. And, 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 and that was shocking to me. Because yeah. I started, I started on World Tier Two, thinking, you know, I've been doing these games for a long time. I played Path of Exile. I have a fifty-plus 
level character on Path of Exile, I can do this. No, after being wiped for about the 10th time, I had to step down a world tier, which I hate to admit. But, yeah. But I, I had to do it. And most of it is not because it's hard. Most of it is, you know, I complain about extra buttons all the time on this show and yeah. stuff that is sort of kind of unnecessary. Well, they did something this time that they took from Path of Exile. You don't have Flash like you have in Path of Exile, really. But they took the same concept and said, you have to hit a button to take a potion, which I like in theory because Diablo 3 was too easy because you could just walk over whatever dropped and you didn't have to do anything. And, and and like I never died, right? So so I like that they added that in there. The problem is when I'm in the middle of a boss fight with a guy trying not to die, it's a long way over to that cue button yeah. while while you're trying to use the mouse. And so that's why I got wiped out. It wasn't super hard. It was it was the effort of trying to get to that extra button. I will say that there are a lot of accessibility preferences in Diablo 4 that really leaned into the accessibility. And one thing I would say that they probably need to add is the ability to turn on something to automatically take a potion when you get down to like 5%. Yeah. Like, it seems like a cheap little thing, but I think even you would use that. It, it definitely, I've, there's there's definitely a good rationale behind that. Uh, and it seems like such a basic thing, like that That seems like an easy one to implement that would make it more uh, approachable because like you said, it's just buttons. There's just buttons yeah. and you know what you need to do. It's just a matter of like hitting a button in time. And, and yeah, yeah that, that seems like a, a fairly no brainer. Um, but but yeah, that's my main issue is getting over that Q button. And 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 I know anybody that hears this is gonna wait gonna say, well, change the key binding. The 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 key doesn't matter. It's another key that you have to hit. Right. That, that's the thing. It's another something that you have to press to take a potion when the when the exact same thing would happen if you would just implement a macro that took a potion when you got down to 5%. And I love the fact that you still, as a person, still have to walk over and get another potion. Like, that, you don't just run over them and they refill your health. You have to watch them as they drop. Go get them. I love that. That's great. I yeah. just need that macro. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, if... Uh... If if I had that macro, I could probably run on veteran pretty easy, and that's where I want you to jump in because you are running on world tier two, yeah, and haven't had much trouble. You're playing on the PS five, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And you saw me play, which 
it was. I, I think they had the same tiers kind of uh, uh, established in the uh, in the beta too. But uh, I've played through, you know, the first chunk through the prologue uh, on yep. on World Tier Two and and haven't died yet. And, yeah. and you know, like I I for there's that first initial boss fight, and then there's also that world event we talked about that that there's uh, like a mob around a, a like a carriage or something yeah. that you it's like uh, a wagon protect for a certain yeah, amount yeah. of time. Yeah, uh, and then both of those fights which are the the kind of most intense fights you get in that prologue section i mean i i use potions right. they drop very generously though and so i never ran out it never was like oh i'm going to bite it here other than like my health just getting away from me like oh i need to yeah. use a potion really fast here and you do that kind of panic and use three of and, them and see that's thing. my thing is that, that that it gets away if you're not paying attention it will uh-huh. get away from you which is and, very diablo yeah that's, a, that's always been a thing of diablo is like all of a sudden like a big mob pops out and you get like two hits and you're drained and you're like oh god i gotta deal with this yeah. dude like that's that's the fun like it's those adrenaline moments that that make it uh entertaining uh but uh if if you can't get to the button easy it doesn't make it as entertaining i would imagine right. you know and again this is one benefit of playing on a controller is that the buttons are all right there yeah. you know like that's uh in in my world where i can play on a controller it's just mapped right to a button that's easy uh and so it's really not there's no uh, uh particular challenge to that aspect of it i'm hoping the game does get a little bit more challenging as we get deeper into it i think it will i think it um, will and I think if you could get an auto potion feature, uh, I think you'd be fine uh, with yeah. that that higher difficulty level too, and, and that would be fun for both of us. Uh, the I will say this that that from a we've been complaining on this show, convincing on this show for ten years about how Diablo three wasn't hard enough, and we we wanted something at that Diablo two level. And I will say about this, the mobs are similar to Diablo 2. When the witch doctor pops up and you got all the little minions running around, I mean, they will swarm yes. you. And if you're not paying attention, you will die. Yes. And, and we haven't even gotten to the blue guys yet. This feels a lot more like Diablo 2. I agree. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's still not there, um, but, but it may get there. Because, uh, like I said, I'm only level six. Like I'm, I'm just getting started. Uh, but it feels a lot more like what we're used to. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that uh, uh, wholeheartedly. And and looking forward to getting back into it because honestly, neither one of us has spent a whole lot of time with it. Yeah. Uh, because you haven't had it available, and I've been playing Zelda. Uh, yep. <laughs> so like, and we're going to talk a lot about that in in a little bit because we got a lot to say about that. Yeah, well, um, let's go ahead because we're about to transition into Nintendo. Let's go ahead and talk about Zelda here. And so uh, I would love to hear your thoughts I, of just where we're at now. <laughs> I got to tell you, I sent you a text yesterday. You don't realize um, I, I was home Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in my house. I have not seen anything on terrestrial TV since Friday night. I watched Uncle Buck with with this nice lady that took care of me on Friday night. And then Saturday and all day Sunday, I'm watching you play Zelda trying desperately to catch up, <laughs> cursing, going, for crying out loud, three more hours. I can't what, what is going on over there? And I yeah. told I told the lady that that was that was uh 
that was that was working with me. She she saw the pictures of you and the family and Genevieve in the house, and I said, "This is the guy that that is is playing the game." And I looked at her and I said, "I'm really starting to wonder if he lost his job." And he just hasn't told me yet because because he has never played a game where well. like I can't keep up. That's all I did for. Two and a half days was watched you play Zelda video after video. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I've never seen you play a game like this. Yeah, it's uh, that's 100% fair. It's very, very few games that have ever captivated me to this level. And and honestly, the last one was was Breath of the Wild uh, that, that just had a hook in me so, so completely that like just any moment I have to turn it on, I'm going to turn it on that I'm not. I'm not so what I often do, you know, this is I will have a like primary game that I'm playing, whatever. So, God of War, you know, was that yeah. last game that we played through, and, or Hogwarts, I guess, even Hogwarts in between uh, God of War, whatever it is, I'll have a game. And then I'll also have like a side game, right? <laughs> like, I'll have that like game I'm cheating on the main game with, right? Uh, that's like something on Steam that's like dumb or whatever, that's like Power Watch Simulator or something like that. I'm not streaming, I'm just playing in my free time. Uh, MLB the show had been that for me up until Zelda does release you know that just like okay right. i don't want to fire up the the big game because i don't have time or i just you know need something to like clear my mind or whatever but with zelda there's no like there's no like side game right like i'm not cheating on zelda with any other game it is just zelda we are in a yeah. monogamous relationship right now <laughs> like it is all zelda all the time so anytime i sit down and can fire up a game which fortunately has been often recently because uh, the summer and, and my work schedule is lighter in the summer and all that kind of stuff uh it's just been zelda and it's been tons and tons of zelda here's the thing about zelda because I, I, you know, we're so like just Im- Im- uh, immersed in this world. I was like, okay, I've got to start knocking out some of these quests. And I, I don't want to do all the main quest line stuff yet because I'm still really enjoying the world. But let's go ahead and start knocking out some of these side quests. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick one of these side quests. I'm just going to go do it. And I'm going to pick another one. Go do it. Just knock down this list. And I bit. saw you do that. I saw you going through yeah, the list several what- times. Yep, and I'm still doing that. But what happened is when I was like, okay, this is the quest I'm going to do. I went did that quest. It literally opened up three new side quests when I finished that quest. It was like, oh, here's like all these hints for where you could go find these treasures of different gear. And I'm like, ah, dang it, I got to go do that now because I really want to do that. And, and, and like, that's... I get one check mark and I get three more quests in my quest thing. I'm like, ah, this was not helpful. That's one thing I will say. And Sam hinted at it. But, like, I don't know that we've played a game in a long time that just keeps going. I yeah. mean, you, you've got, like, 60 hours in this thing, and and you're not even close. Not I even mean, close. I mean, I mean, we're, we're looking at 120, 130, 140 hours here. Yeah. You're not even close. I mean, I mean I, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. And it's, I mean, we're definitely less than halfway. And every time that I think like, okay, we're getting to the point that it's going to start like 
ramping streamlining up. a little bit. Yeah. Like, nope, it doesn't. It just keeps on expanding, and you get the depths, which we've still barely scratched the depths. That we got this whole part of the world to still explore. Right. <laughs> like, it's just wild. Like, getting to, we did the fire temple. So, we've got two of the temples done. Did the fire temple, and that was in the depths. And so, you get to explore the depths a little bit with that. And just in that moment, I realized of like how much stuff is down here that we just haven't even seen yet. And just, it's wild the scale of that game. It's just, it's going to own us for the, a long time. The scale is nuts. And the way that they did some of the characters is nuts. Cause we already talked about how the temple bosses weren't that big a deal. But before I went to bed last night, you were in the depths on the last video. Like you, you went down there by mistake and started <laughs> wandering because you were chasing something else. You were chasing yeah. one of those glyphs. Yeah, and, that was one of my favorite, just really quick, because I love this element so much. There's these glyphs that you go find that are floating up in the sky. And so it's this, there's like the three different levels, the sky, the like mainland and into depths. And so I land on one of these glyphs and it falls. I'm standing on it and yeah. it just starts falling. And I'm like, what the crap? And it just falls right through a hole into the depths. I'm like, brilliant. Tying the worlds together. Yeah, it, great. So anyway, go on just again. And, and so like, so right. like you're walking around and like, and and you're getting to the point where you're strong enough to deal with whatever. I mean, you're getting to the point where you're collecting the light of blessings because you don't really need hearts. And right. You could use more stamina, but you don't have to have it. So you're kind of saving it Just walk it around up, with, you know? yeah, a bunch of them all which, the time. Which is nice, I've learned, for any of these games. I used to do it with um, Deus Ex a lot because I would wait until I would come up on a puzzle that I needed a particular ability for. And and then I would add that ability. And, and so I, I do that a lot with games as well. And, but, but you got down there, you got to the depths and, and here comes this boss. And I'm like, okay, he's going to smoke this boss. That boss literally ate you. Like, literally, literally. <laughs> and, and yeah. I was like, okay, that did not work out the way he thought it was gonna yep. work out. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. It's so good at, see, because I've gotten pretty proud of myself because I'm at the point like I've got my armor leveled up and I've got you know like decent weapon. I have great weapons right now because of the whole like you go through weapons they're disposable but anyway like i was pretty proud of myself of like what i'm capable to, of doing at this point i was like oh here comes this big massive creature over this hill i got it and th he literally ate me and i was like oh i i don't have this at all yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you have these abilities that you can use i mean you got this this guy for for going through rocks and like i've, I've learned he's good for blowing stuff up also yes which is um, fun I, I I was actually screaming at the TV for some of the smaller mobs because you could use that guy to just like roll over right. a, a smaller mob <laughs> or roll him into a to to a to a keg of TNT or what like there's yes. eight zillion different ways you can deck on a mob at this point. Which um, is fun. And, and but but I mean like the the that boss literally ate you alive. And I would say that that is my knock with Zelda at this point 
is that we've done two temples and all of the really cool stuff is not where you would expect it to be. It's not in the temples. The temples are like, it's just like Breath of the Wild. The temples yep. are like, blah. And, yeah. the, and, and, then, and then you go down a well or in a cave or, or something and you, you find some, some, some boss that eats you alive and some random piece of gear that you're like, holy crap, what is that? Yes. Um, I, and so that's really my only knock is that all of the cool stuff is not to find the really good stuff you got to explore. Yes, for sure. Which is what the whole game is built on. And I think is what the real payoff is. Cause that's, that's kind of the thing. And we, we having grown up playing Zelda since we like literally the first game I remember playing is Zelda. Uh, and so we've literally spent our entire Me game lives I'm, playing this honest, franchise. Man. Yeah. Um, uh, and so every Zelda game before breath of the wild, what you knew is when you got to a temple, that was going to be the wow thing. You know, like you kind of did all the stuff you went and found, you know, items, which again is different and how these latest two games work, but you went and found, you know, your boomerang, your bow and arrow, your whatever, you know, like your hammer, your things that you needed to to progress, and then you took them to a temple to utilize them to do all the problem solving and the fun stuff and all that. And and like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom really turned that formula on its head, where the thing that you used to expect being the magical part of the game now really is it that the, the temples no. in Breath of the Wild are better than the beasts of of Breath. Or, right. Sorry, the temples in Tears of the Kingdom are better than the beasts of Breath of the Wild, but they're still like they're just fine. They're they're okay. The boss fights have been okay. We've done two of them. The puzzle solving is better than Breath of the Wild, and yes. Appreciate, uh, which was fun, but still, like it's not the the wow factor of the game. The wow factor of the game, like he says, those things you stumble upon, and they're the wow factor because you don't expect them. Like you don't know that you're gonna like walk through this hole and look out, and then there's gonna be this massive cave system under there that you're gonna explore for two hours. Like you just don't know when you walk in that that's what you're getting into, and you get lost in it. And you go, that was super cool, and it wasn't, you know, like walking to a temple that you know is a temple and you know what to expect when you get there. Like, that's the brilliance of it. It's like, it rewards your curiosity. Breath of the Wild was the exact same way and is what makes these two games just so phenomenal and so different than basically anything else out there. Elden Ring being a, an exception to that, which we, you know, have our own issues with kind of the Souls-like thing. But the the world and the exploration side of it is very, very similar. That just rewards your curiosity. And that's a really, really challenging thing to do because games try to do it all the time and most of them suck at it. But Zelda yeah. has just perfected it. And and I I want to I mentioned this while we were watching the N Nintendo Drag video, but I, I specifically want to tie it in here. Nintendo is the only company in the world, at least from our perspective, that if we get one or two good things a year, Everything else can be crap. Yeah. And 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 Tears of the Kingdom is so good that I don't care what else they put out for the rest of the year. Like it, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter if we don't get the Metroid or whatever it is in 2024 because we're still going to be playing this in yeah. 2024. <laughs> I, like it, it's that big. Okay, we need to be playing Diablo and, and 
and and both of us Final have fantasy. Both of us have put in less than ten hours in Diablo Four. Final Fantasy's out. We need to be playing other stuff, but Zelda is just it. It's so we can't stop. Which I will say, the longer that we go, the more that I hate the text. Yeah. I, if, <laughs> if 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 you're going to build a game on this scale, you cannot do the game in text. You yeah. can't because. I think that is what is annoying me more than anything. When you put up, uh, when you played for three hours, like 80% of that three hours is me trying to read all the text. Yeah. Like my favorite part of the game is when you're out in the, I hate when you go to town or when, <laughs> I know you do when you're every time the, I stroll into a town I'm like oh I'm sorry Jamie <laughs> I, I, I hate it it's awful it's horrible and, and and it's so much fun when you're out in the field when you're doing quests when that that's a blast but when you, when you're in town it's awful yeah. And it, the reason it's so bad is because it's something that they could have easily fixed. I don't even care if the same voice actor did four different characters. I don't care. Yeah. I, I yeah. really don't. This text is just not necessary. Yeah. It's just not. No, I'm with you there. So that is, that is the big complaint of a game that otherwise is, is, pretty solid i mean about yeah. spotless about as perfect of a game as you're gonna find and, and kudos for nintendo for pulling Which that off again I, before we move we gotta go because we're short in time i know but i have to mention one thing uh watching you try to get the korok guy up a mountain <laughs> and whiff Three different times <laughs> was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like yes. you hooked him up to a rocket, and that didn't work, and he goes rolling down the valley, and like you're chasing after him. I'm like, that's some entertainment right there. Yes, uh, <laughs> the 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 failures in the game, like we've talked about before, the most fun part of the game is when you just whiff something so bad, and you're like, oh wow, that was. Oh, really, really awful. And those Korok guys are so fun because they're so goofy anyway that when you drop one and they yell and scream all the way down, like it's just entertaining. Let me, let me add real quick before we move. Um, um, so, so you went through, you had like 45 Korok seed and uh -huh. you went to Lookout and you went to the Korok guy and you did your, you updated your inventory. And your Korok seed went really fast because as we talked about it last time, each time you each time you upgrade it doubles and then quadruples and then and so it costs you a lot at some point to get a slot. And now you're down to nothing. You've got like six or eight or right. ten Korok seeds. Are you are you good with the inventory at this point? I mean you could always use more. Um, that's the thing with like, just, there's just weapons everywhere, right? You can pick up stuff all the time. I, I'm, 
I'm not hurting for for weapon slots. Um, if this was all I had for the rest of the game, I'd be fine with that. I, I've put almost all of the upgrades into weapons, not bows, not shields, because I just don't go through those nearly as often. Uh, in fact, my biggest issue now is finding enough bows to keep my like right. stock up, and I've only expanded yeah. that one twice, I think. And so it really is just the melee weapons that are, are the big deal. But we've got, you know, I don't know how many slots now, whatever it is, a whole bunch of them. Like, it's just like, I always want one to crush rocks with, even though you get yeah. the ability with the Goron dude, like whenever you crush rocks with him, like the minerals go flying everywhere and half the time you can't find them in that. So it's still better to have the weapon to do that. Um, I always want, you know, like a couple of the magic ones just to have like a, a lightning weapon and a, a flame weapon or whatever. And so then you start like actually allocating them to specific things and trying to use them at specific times and you run out of like oh i just need a handful of just weapons to use slots and i just don't have enough of those but it's fine it's like it's better than uh, breath of the wild like they've improved that system and so it doesn't bother me at all like if it, the finding korok seeds right now is just fun because they're more entertaining to me than they were in breath of the wild like the, yeah. the, especially the ones where you got to like get the guy to his friend and you get two korok seeds for that those are really fun and it just you know like watching for that obvious rock or where you have to like shoot the little balloons or those kind of things like they're all just little fun like distractions as you're running around and so for me it's it's the journey more than the result that's the fun part right like it's the fact yeah. that you get to do real, the like puzzle sh solving and then the, the getting the bonus inventory is just a bonus real quick uh you, you did you went to you went uh you went to the goron area and and you did some mining and you sold some amber and made a whole lot of money you're now carrying yes. More rupees than we have ever had in any, yes. any Zelda game ever combined. It is um, wild. <laughs> are, are, are you, you have like 4,000 rupees at this point, and that's after yep. spending some money, um, and you keep picking up Amber. So do you think that, that that's the way that they configured that, or they are, because it looks to me I like, mean, their intent is for you to sell amber and then have all the money that you need. Well, it's the first time you sold the amber, then it was, you know, like each one of those times that I sold it, it was a different gym that I sold to the, the Gerudo chick. Okay. Uh, and so you only get to do each one of the gyms once. Uh, okay. So I did, you know, amber and then topaz and then opal or whatever. And now she wants diamonds. And so I can't do that for any more money until I okay. find diamond. I haven't found a single diamond in the game yet, which is wild okay. i think but i don't know <laughs> like i just don't have any diamonds and she needs 10 of them to give me a, a crap ton of money but uh we'll see if that ever happens um but it, it was just like all of a sudden you get like you find this chick and she's like i'll buy your gems for a certain price i'm like that sounds like a really good idea i've been holding on to them this whole game and not knowing really what to do with them i feel like this is what you're telling me to do with them and so i just sold them and i still have a ton of them and like it did yeah. you know wreck my inventory and it just you get like you know like just laden with cash at that point so you're just kind of like okay and so like in the in, in the going to the goron mountain you need the the heat resistant uh, uh, gear, gear. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna go buy it because I have all this cash. I don't want to keep making these potions. Tried to catch these lizards that you have to sneak up on, which for like five minutes is pretty fun, and then it gets kind of obnoxious. And so I was like, I'm just gonna go buy it, and it works fine. Right. Whatever, just stuff like that. There's a billion different ways you can uh, do everything in the game, and that makes it fun. So it's a, it's a good time. 
It is. I love it. Uh, and you'll see more of it because I played more last night and it just, it just keeps on going. So anyway, all that said, really quickly, we do need to talk about uh, some of the news from the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Nintendo puts out these Directs fairly regularly. And so this wasn't particularly surprising that they did one right around the time everybody else is doing newsy events. And it wasn't like the most newsy Nintendo Direct that you can imagine. And yet it still had tons of newsworthiness to it. And so we'll pick out uh, a handful of the uh, big things uh, to discuss uh, and start with the Mario stuff. Cause there was just a lot of Mario to this direct, very Mario heavy uh, Nintendo direct. So first of all, super Mario RPG is getting a remake, which yep. was rumored before, but like is now official. And uh, I just, I, I can't uh, express how excited I am for that. Mario super Mario RPG is so freaking cool. Uh, so different than anything else in the Mario world, but, but uh, my memory of it is so fond. I don't know that's actually going to be as fun. Now it's one of those games. I'm like, I don't remember exactly how it felt at the time. If it's going to translate to kind of modern sensibilities, I hope there's some like, uh, you know, uh, quality of life improvements to it, that kind of stuff uh, to make it maybe a little bit more manageable uh, than it was 25 years ago or whatever that was. But it's a fantastic game in the franchise and and great option for a remake. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're about to talk about a lot of games that like I don't think either one of us really expected to see, but are the reason why Nintendo is the way is who they are because they are the, the the one point that I wanted to make with all of this is that we are talking about them releasing games on five, six-year-old hardware. Yeah. And, and you know, it is by far probably the slowest hardware, I would think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or less technically uh, yeah, That's probably a good way to put it, and, yes. And they still uh, keep cranking out these games that are just fabulous. And it has to irritate Microsoft and Sony because they're like, well, I, well, look, we, can, we, can't get, we can't get a leg up on these people because their software is so good. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. It does have to be just super frustrating to see them putting out game after game that people are like, oh, yeah, I got to play that on you know, the Switch, which again, not yeah. super impressive technically, but amazing technically. Like the it's not the the specs, it's the application, right? Like right. They just nailed it. And like, Nintendo's really good at that. We, we could talk about a lot of games in this wreck, which we're going to skip over that are being ported to the Switch that look awful. Yes, <laughs> um, like that. That is not what the switch is for, right? Yeah, um, we're getting Arkham and we're getting Metal Gear uh, collections, not new games in either one of those franchises. The the old games just being ported to the Switch, and neither we love both of those franchises. Neither one of those is stuff that we're excited about because it's just not what the Switch seems to do well. But opening up a, maybe a different audience for those games, perfectly fine. But right. Mario making a Super Mario RPG remake, brilliant on the Switch. Uh, there's also so Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon Remaster coming, and they announced a Princess Peach game. They didn't give us really any details on it except a little bit of like, it's it looks like a platformer that goes between 2D and 3D, uh, somewhere in between 2D and 3D. Uh, but looks great and off the success of the Mario movie, which kind of uh, made 
Peach a different type of character as opposed to the damsel in distress that kind of has always right. been Peach in the past. Like now she's like super awesome princess that goes and owns things and, and Mario's trying to keep up with her. Like it just makes a ton of sense to put out a game kind of on the heels of that. And then they also showed off a brand new 2D Mario game that's called Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Uh, both very similar to kind of some old school Mario. It has a lot of Super Mario World kind of DNA to it. Yeah, and Super then Mario also World. very different. And then Super Mario Two, which if you yes. remember back in the day, wasn't even really supposed to be a Mario <laughs> yeah, it's game. Not even like, a Mario game. Like, um, so but there's a lot of like freaky acid trippy like yes. Super Mario Two uh, type stuff in here, which I really dug. Yes, uh, I I agree. It does. It's somewhere between Super Mario World and Super Mario Two with updated, you know, kind of uh, a feel and vibe to it. There's Elephant Mario. Like, there's an elephant suit. Yeah. Apparently, I have no idea what you're going to do as Elephant Mario, but I'm fascinated by it. Like, I want to see it. And so right. that game, believe it or not, comes out October 20th. We're not even going to have to wait that long to see it. It's very clear that the developers are tripping on something, and we need yes. some of what they got. Um, yeah. 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 For sure. So that was kind of the big uh, announcement that I don't think anybody saw coming, that, that nobody was aware was going to be a thing. Uh, we saw lots of other stuff. Uh, we saw some more gameplay of the Sonic Superstars, which looks super cool. It's going to be four-player co-op. Uh, has you know, a lot of details to it. Um, trying to think. I saw a lot of Persona 5, and so uh, Persona 5 Tactica uh, coming. Uh, new content for a bunch of their games. So Mario Kart's getting new uh, uh levels which we knew about they're showing off some of that some new characters in there mario plus rabbits is getting a dlc splatoon has a new season coming (laughs) like uh there's a lot of like building on stuff that's already successful for them a lot of it's not stuff that we're really into uh but that there's obviously a lot of people that are into like there's a lot of people that play splatoon and so uh building off of things that they've established, have a good fan base for. It just feels like Nintendo, like they know who they are. They know what they do and they've just really embraced it with the switch in a way that like, it, it just, it just seems like they're coasting and, and they the are, they're they just like, the most it's, part are great. It's literally like, ching, 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 ching. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, like, just, 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 like I said, it's gotta be super irritating for everybody else out there trying to make the next great thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, like the, the last great, uh, PlayStation game, I would say was probably Hogwarts. And it's not even on the level of any of these Nintendo, like it's not even close. God of um, War, you know, God of War is the game yeah. that they had. I think that would be the more uh, kind of comparative one. And, and it's, you know, it's on that level, but it's not Zelda. And I right. love God of War, but it's not Zelda. It's it's on the level of everything else that they're showing here. But the fact that they have released two like generational games on the Switch, you know, is, is wild. Uh, along with a bunch of other just fantastic content, but but those two Zelda games are are all timers, like just two of the best games ever made. Um, and I I you know God of War is a great game, is a generational game, but it's not one of the great greatest games no. ever made. You know Microsoft 
definitely doesn't have one of the greatest games ever made in, in recent history. The original Halo, you could put into that kind of conversation and what it did for gaming. Um, but like, uh, like Nintendo just is, yeah, on a different level. It's wild what they're able to do and, and uh, God bless them for it. I, I don't know if we're going to see them again before the end of the summer, but if we don't, I'm not, I'm not worried about it because yeah. every, everybody that we talk to, us included, is is playing Breath of the Wild, going, or, or uh, Tears of the Kingdom, going, holy cow, this thing just keeps going. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody. I'm sure somebody's finished it. but yeah. but but <laughs> But I don't know that many people... I mean, I think I would have to dig to find some people that are probably... Yeah, the people in our circle still playing it. Like, and, yeah. and that's a lot of people. That, and yeah, it's just, it's it's kind of all-encompassing. And if, like, Zelda's not your thing and you have Diablo or you have Final Fantasy, like, that's great. Just those, like, those fan bases just overlap so much. Those three games coming out within, like, a month and a half of each other and all being really good games is a little unfair to us specifically and people yeah. like us that like those are like three of our games you know like those are three of our franchises that we talk about all the time and it, we're so ridiculously fortunate to have three quality f- titles in those franchises come out within a month and a half but also just trying to find time to freaking play them is is so hard and then yeah. we have starfield on the horizon you know it's just like right like we're we're done we've got all the games we need for a while like we could just like the game industry could just take a break for a year and we're fine i mean for kind of a lot i'm not playing starfield for a while i need i need a new rig to play starfield (laughs) and and i i can run diablo 4 like 100 frames a second on the rig that i've got yep like like i'm i'm not doing it so so starfield's gonna have to wait on me Yep. And, and, uh, probably longer than it needs to as a person that hosts the gaming show. Um, yeah. But but there's just so much going on, and it's a great place to be. One, one more thing I'll say about Zelda, and then we got to go. Uh, but, but the more and more I look at it, it's like playing with a giant erector set. Yes. Like first, <laughs> That's such a good way to explain first, it. First, I thought Legos, but no, it's a giant erector set. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and that's what's so captivating about it. And if if they had voiced it, and I'm going to keep complaining 100%. so that maybe somebody would hear me, if they had voiced it, I would have said, this may be the greatest game of our lifetime. Yeah. Like, if they had done that, I would have said, I can't say that now because it's so annoying. <laughs> I know, I know it's one of your favorite games of all time, but if For they sure. had, if they had voiced it, I, you would have had me like, I would have argued with a wall yeah. as to why this is one of maybe the greatest game ever made. Yeah. Um, because it just does things you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, it's just such a unique experience in the gaming space in, in so many different ways. And it like it's it's so hard for me too to kind of explain why it's so great. Like in part because we already had Breath of the Wild and, and it's so great in all the same reasons that Breath of the Wild was great, except more, you know, like they added more exploration, they added more creativity to the game. They just took it up in a, another notch. But like 
for somebody like uh, talking to the sexy sidekick, you know, like she knows obviously that I'm playing Zelda all the time. Like little girl goes to bed at night and I come downstairs and play Zelda until we go to bed. Essentially we watch TV while I'm playing Zelda and I'm kind of half into whatever we're watching on TV and, and watching uh, or playing Zelda. And so that's our kind of nightly routine right now. So she knows like that this game has me totally captivated and, and I'm into it. I'm like, Oh, you would be really into it. You should like watch it or whatever. And she's like, no, nah, I just, I just can't, you know? And I'm trying to explain to her why it's amazing. And I'm like, I just can't really. And you just got to experience it. Like, you really can't, like, tell somebody why this is so good. Seriously, I had to apologize to Julia last night as I was, as, as I was watching you play the game. Because... I was watching it when she left and I was watching it when she came back <laughs> and I watched it until I went to bed and I said, I'm sorry, this has to be so intensely boring for you, but I, <laughs> I've got to keep up because he like, seriously, you got three days ahead of me and, and, and it was all I could do to yeah. catch up to do this show. Um, yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm sure there's other people that are right there, like the sexy sidekick, that, that are like, it just keeps going. When's this going to be over so I can have my husband back? Right. Um, uh, but, but Not yeah, for a long time. We're going to be here a while. So that being said, we need to wrap up. Uh, we want to sit here and talk about Zelda for the next hour, but yes. we can't. We got something to do. You're going to hear a lot more about that. Uh, a lot more about that, uh, and and we you're gonna hear more about the Elbow Four. We promise. We just don't know when. Uh, if it would get released on the Mac, you would hear a lot more from me. Hey, Blizzard, <laughs> yeah. are you listening? Which, by the way, I will say on the air right now. If anybody is playing it using the Game Developer Kit, please, please send me an email. And help me get this thing running on my Mac Studio because I'm having a hard time. I'm missing something. I'm not seeing something correctly. So if you have it running using the Game Developer Kit, please, please send me a message and help me get this set up because you'll hear a lot more from me about Diablo if that gets done. Other than that, is there anything else, sir? I think we're good. Y'all know where the Facebook group pages y'all know where the twitter is thank you to the patreon people and we will be back for right now this has been idiots explaining entertainment and it's only on gamingoncensor.com and we are out is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored. <laughs> <laughs>